welcome to episode 52 of the Mouse Life Podcast. Tonight, we thought we'd give a little salute to the Disney podcast community by highlighting some of the Mouse Life crew's favorite podcasts. They run the gamut from informative to silly, with most falling somewhere in between, but all have informed in some way our own approach to this show. We'll also hit on the news and rumors of the week. But first, let's hear from our sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email Vacation with the Magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. Tonight, I'm joined by Kathy. Hi-ho. Sam. Hello. John. Yep. Jen S. Hi, everyone. Jen K is having a birthday dinner with her daughter, so she won't be able to join us. But here's Shelby with this week's news. Thank you, Jeff. The first is just a little update. Highway in the Sky Dine extended. The dining experience Highway in the Sky Dine Around has been extended until December 14th, 2017. Check out a previous podcast episode number 21 for a wonderful review by Jeff and his wife, Lisa. You have to definitely check it out if you have not listened to it already. The price of the Dine Around has increased from $160 per person to $170 per person. You may book this dining experience online or by calling 407-WDW-DINE. And for more information, you can contact Samantha or myself. I wonder why the price went up. Because it's a hit. Because it's popular. (laughs) I wonder wonder when they're going to stop (laughs) extending it and just make it a permanent thing. thing. Like a permanent thing. It's run a year now. When... Mm -hmm. When Cameron and I were in Disney, we watched fireworks in the contemporary on our mon- our own minor monorail down in the sky. Um, it was packed. Like the, you know, they said they had a full house for it. So clearly, it's pop- popular. And they don't take that many people. It's about thirty. So it, it, I imagine it's easy to sell out. Mm-hmm. I just wonder why they keep extending it rather than just you know declaring it a regular thing. making it. I was even shocked that they did extend it. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I wasn't such a picky eater and we would have had more notice, I would have tried to do it. But I think I would have been hungry when I left. So, <laughs> Kathy, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Me too. Yep. Yeah. Not enough for us. <laughs> yeah. It's not to, the mac to, and cheese. How many different ways can they serve chicken nugget? Exactly. It's, it's not that at all. Yeah. It's really Listen, for sort if of If there foodies. was a mac and cheese dine around with bacon and an egg on a burger on a cinnamon roll, I'm into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, you lose me there. See, yeah. You know, we're all in one do that cinnamon roll burger. Mm-mm. Oh, God. We're the picky eater tribe, John, and then you went and went off the reservation. I'm not even yeah. that picky. I'm picky. I'm not picky picky. I can be, I don't know, but that's, I can, mm-mm. not no. the cinnamon roll burger. Mm-mm. And honestly, that photo did not look appetizing at no. all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not look good. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. Like, I would end up See, taking would... the burger off the cinnamon roll and eating the cinnamon roll and then, like, the burger, like. See, I thought the burger looked pretty sad, honestly. See, I yeah. watched. Disney's I... burgers are sad. Oh, uh, well, there's that. See, I watched the, the, the Diz Unplugs review of it, and they loved it. And I, I got, I don't know. Were they like drinking said, beforehand? Added... No. Oh, well, then. All right, now, if they if they jumped off a cliff, would you follow them? <laughs> no. There he goes. No, no. But Depends I, on if there were cinnamon rolls enjoyed... at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Covered with an egg and a burger. It's just it's so a... funny, Well, You know. I'm a little just... crazy with burgers. I like egg on my burger. So, you know. I know. I guess that's that is the thing. thing. Uh, I like it. Yeah. No. But see, I don't eat, well. We won't go into what I don't eat because the list is long and varied. Exactly. <laughs> and the next is also food-related, kind of, sort of. Uh, there's a New Year's Eve barbecue. For this New Year's Eve, guests may join Mickey and friends at Fort Wilderness for a rootin' tootin' time at Mickey's New Year's Eve barbecue. Guests will feast on burgers, mac and cheese, s'mores, and, of course, barbecue. During the festivity, a bluegrass band and DJ will play. After the dinner, the dance floor will open up for guests to cut a rug. Guests will count down to midnight and enjoy the Magic Kingdom fireworks from a special viewing area. Just like the Dine-Around, to book this event, you may do it online or by calling 407-WDW-DINE. This This is at the Backyard Barbecue, yeah? Yes. Do we have a price on that? I'm interested because we talked about the ones that are contemporary and how much they were. Yes. On New Year's Eve. I will look it up now. I'm curious how much this would be compared to those because weren't they in like two, three hundred, four hundred dollar mm-hmm. person range? I'm willing to for, bet this is what this oh, New Year's Eve parties. The there we were, were three the different New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, three different New Year's Eve parties at a contemporary. I'll bet you this one is probably half that. I would say it's probably I would say eighty nine dollars for kids, one hundred nine for adults. I'm trying to remember what the regular backyard barbecue is. I want to say it's like in the fifties or some something. I can't remember. So this will probably be like eighty something. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm trying to like, cause I've done, we've done backyard barbecue a few times, just the regular, you know, normal one, oh, whatever. I, I have a price. Oh good. Oh, I um, found it. Yep, I just found yep. it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Jen. <laughs> okay, so uh, ninety five for adult and seventy five for child. You were close, hey, Sam. Was close. Yeah. Yeah, and that is half the cheapest contemporary one. And it's more than a regular backyard barbecue. Yeah, oh, there's lobster mac and cheese for. and baked potatoes with oh, toppings and I may have baked to tell my salmon, beef brisket, Italian oh. sausage, cold salads, and appetizers included cheese board, bread, and fresh fruit. That then, sounds yeah. more fun than the ones that are contemporary, to be honest. Yeah. I like this. And I even put up with the bluegrass the, for that. They That'd said watch awesome. the fireworks, too. Yeah, like there's like spot. special viewing, yeah, for the fireworks. Now, we've watched, we've watched the... Um, the fireworks from the the wilderness Fort Wilderness Beach, you know, over there, like the little the little dock they mm-hmm. have there. Yep, yep. And it's a pretty good view. It's not a bad you know? view over there, is it? Yeah, you don't see the castle. You can't see the castle at all. You have no view of it at all. You only see um, just the fireworks themselves. But yeah, it's a it's a good view. Adults good also view. can have champagne while they're watching the fireworks. Nice. Yeah, they have. That's well, cool. and usually for the backyard barbecue, like your beer and wine is included. Mm-hmm. So if they have, if it's normal, you know, like that, then you, you know, beer and wine would be included during dinner, and then yeah, maybe they have like champagne toast during fireworks. So, and it should be family friendly. 
It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. That so sounds that sounds like, like a, a good. Yeah, that sounds like a best deal going New Year's Eve night yeah. so far. I wonder yeah, how many I people got to buy sell out quick. Yeah, Their maybe. price point is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might have to tell Don't my look. husband get on that. <laughs> yeah, get on it. We want a live report. The next news story is a Tomorrowland driver's license available. For $5, guests may visit a photo booth right outside the Tomorrowland Speedway in the Magic Kingdom to create their own driver's license for the attraction. This is just an add-in extra. A guest does not need the license to enjoy the ride. <laughs> That's so. cute for 5 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it looked cute. I, I Disney money-wise, 5 bucks is nothing. That's the price of a I wonder if they're going to stop. I wonder if they're going to stop giving out the paper ones to the kids. Do they do that? Yeah. Where do they Where yeah. do you do that? When you're in the car, like the guy, you know, they, they walk on the little islands. Yeah. They'll walk around to the kids and give them little paper. I try to find it so the kids have it upstairs in their room somewhere. We've never gotten that. They have that. little little driver's license. Little. I've never seen them hand them out. Uh-uh. Yeah. We've never gotten that. But I'll bet you that kid does stop that every when time. they do this. Yeah. Oh yeah. My boys got it um, when we were in line about to get in a car, like when they were directing us to which car to go. They gave. Okay, yeah. Well, shoot. Okay. Yeah, we've. Not, I've never. I never knew that was a thing. Well, but yeah, you're right. There probably won't be a thing anymore. Never mind. <laughs> Too late. <Yeah. laughs> but it's not a bad little. For five dollars. Yeah. Souvenir either. Yeah, that's a cute souvenir. For five bucks, mm-hmm. I do it. It looks interesting. I'd like to see they one. They do that at Legoland. They do it at Lego what? Land. Sorry, they do it at oh, Lego Land. Land. I thought you said Lego Lamb. No, yeah, no. I was like, like, I was like, like ah. no. They do it at Lego Land. <laughs> they do it at Lego. And they at Test Track, right? Don't they have a booth at Test Track? And like in uh, when you're in the shop? Yeah, on your way out. Oh, they might. We always I've never run. Seen. Yeah, there's uh, there's like two little photo booths on the yeah. left as you're le- as you're walking out. I know where you mean. This might be the driver's license. That's a little late. You've already driven the car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that you can use it for next time, Jeff. There you go. Next time. You could drive legally next time. Yeah. I wonder if they would do it for an adult. Go ahead. I don't know. If it's just for kids, because I want one. No, you can get one. These five dollars, you you can get one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Don't take your money. Don't worry. Don't take your money. Yeah, this yeah. will take anybody's money. And then, as soon as, I, then mm-hmm. I would, like, drive 100 miles an hour in the beer truck just to get pulled over and show it to the DMV guy. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's my license. Is your license? Yeah, here. That'd be great. Yeah. Not, but don't, not to, like, a trooper. Don't do yeah, that. no, that's what I mean. Yeah, the trooper guys. Yeah, yeah. That's who pulls oh. the trucks over. Yeah. They always have a yeah. sense of humor, shortly. Oh, okay. They're known for their sense of humor. <laughs> You're sure about that? No, no, not so much. So, you'll get the one guy who doesn't, but... Yeah, no, none of them do. Mm-hmm. The final news story is more talking characters in the works. This past week, there was a magical testing in Disneyland in California. Talking Donald Duck and Minnie Mouse. This testing does have an effect on Walt Disney World. The new interactive characters will be making their way to our coast, too. And joining talking... Mickey Mouse, who you may currently visit in the Town Square Theater in the Magic Kingdom. I would. I wait want in line this here. For talking Donald. Yeah, right. Yeah. I would wait well, he's in already line on the he's Donald. on the show, the Fantasy Fair, the show. Yeah, yeah, on the stage. Yeah, he's on yeah. the talking. stage. His mouth moves. But I'd like yeah. to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to talk to me. 
That's what I want. That'd be I'd really love cool. My my kid is the biggest Donald Duck fan. I mean, he's That's one of these that cool. like he watches the, all the old uh, Donald cartoons, you know, on like YouTube, mm-hmm. and and belly laughs. I mean, Aww. like it's adorable. Love He'll, kid belly laughs. Oh yeah, it, it's so funny because I mean, he loves like any cartoon where you know somebody gets clobbered and somebody falls <laughs> off a cliff and that kind of thing. Stuff. So. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. He loves it. So yeah, he loves Donald and how like Chip and Dale are. Always... He likes Chip and Dale too. You know, Chip and Dale always get the best of Donald. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's yeah, he loves he loves all of them. He would just eat up Donald talking that would Donald. Be the best. I know he would. Yeah. You know, did you watch the video of it at all? Yes, it's funny because they're in Disneyland, yeah. and it sounds like they're talking about Kilimanjaro safaris. Oh, Daisy's, I, I Daisy's on there it, talking about how yeah, she saw elephants on the safari and she saw lions on the safari. <gasps> and, so I wonder they're if they're not going to be in Animal Kingdom. I didn't see that one. Yes. I didn't yes. that video. The video I saw, they didn't. I don't remember what they talked about, but it was pretty generic. I think. Oh, I'm so glad you came to see me. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, I saw one with a mini mouse, and she was talking about the safari, about the why not the oh. elephants and lions and everything. I thought it was yes. weird because there's nothing like that in it's not uh-uh. the Jungle Cruise. In- I think we're just. I think we're pretty much at the beginning of now, where just all the characters are gonna probably start talking. Just uh, it'll become a normal uh, ten years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Mickey was just the star. This will come with Minnie. Soon you'll get Goofy, which mm-hmm. would be amazing. I, I love a- it. I Some people are creeped out. Like, there was one girl I was, you know, every time it would come up, like, people were tweeting about it. There was one girl that would just jump in and say, it's creepy, it's creepy, it's creepy. I, I'm, you know, I don't think it's creepy. Sort of to, to throw into what we're talking about later, I learned on a podcast some of how this works. They had someone who used to be a, he was a friend of Tigger. And he's, he's not mm-hmm. at Disney anymore, but he's got friends that are. And he was talking about how a lot of these characters that talk, because the Stormtroopers and Kylo Ren used the same system in Disney Hollywood Studios. And it's they use their fingers to trigger different different uh, senses. Sayings. Yeah. So they, oh. they, they, hold their, they move their fingers in a certain way. And, I mean, if you take, like, your, you know, do something with your two... You know, your index finger and your ring finger, pull them down. On one hand, it says one thing. If you do it with the other hand, it does another. But that's how it's done. They can, so they can control. I always thought there it's was someone in the background playing it. So, it's, so I was going to say, so it's pre-recorded? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everything's pre-recorded, tell, can, essentially. Yeah, yes. when, you go to, when you go to the Mickey, you can pretty well tell that it's, that it's pre-recorded. The things that he says are generic enough. Like, he'll never say a name. You know, he, he's... It feels like it's personal because they have a lot. I yes. think they have a lot that to draw on. There's a lot because there's of always these. yeah because there's always like it's somebody's birthday or somebody yeah. came from and he speaks different languages. Like he has a couple of phrases in in like Portuguese and Japanese and Spanish things. What? I've seen him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen him speak different languages to people who you know and they'll, he'll say oh i'm so glad you came from so far you know and then he'll say something like in japanese because really um, cool. and, and you'll notice too like the handler will always tell mickey mm-hmm. you know like he'll to, like, they'll ask you a question right they'll ask you a question while you're standing in line they'll say oh where are you from and you know are you celebrating anything that kind of thing and then she'll walk over and she'll say oh hey mickey it's it's his birthday today and then, oh, hey, pal, thank you. I'm so glad to see you on your birthday, you know, and then he'll sing the song and all that. I had so, always assumed oh. there was someone in the back that was controlling what was being said, you know, like, like. Yeah, and you know. I can, yeah, me too. But apparently it's not. Apparently it's recorded. Yeah. It's the actor it's doing recorded. it. 
It's and not the, the because... Act, the actor figures out which ones to play at what time. It's his choice to make a conversation out of it. it yeah, it, it's definitely recorded because um, Shelby and I have a friend who's in our agency named Justin, and they actually did our their gender reveal with Mickey last week. And they asked the handler if Mickey could read the card mm-hmm. of they brought to reveal the gender. And he and, can't. And he can't. He couldn't. Right. So yeah. he did. Mickey has one say, voice. Yeah. And so they said he, but he can open a gift. And so the cast member took the card, went and got the correct gift, which was a Mickey stuffed animal and brought the Mickey in in a box. And then he brought it out. Yeah. So Mickey for a boy, Minnie for a girl. For a girl, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then the cast That's member clever. came back in with like a blue, make those uh, like the baby yeah. ones that are wrapped in a blanket. No, like it was those? just like a regular Mickey, but they brought back like a balloon. Okay. And um, a blue Mickey balloon with the you know where it's like a balloon inside a balloon. Yeah. And yeah. then oh. they all posed for a picture. Oh. So. That's cool. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was hoping that he would... I always figured it wasn't the actor actually speaking because it would be really hard to make Mickey sound exactly the same all the time, and they really want right. that to be consistent. Right, right. exactly. I think it's neat that the actor is not speaking but is controlling what Mickey says, him or herself. Yeah. I think yeah. And they're able to... Yeah. They said it's really hard because you've got to know where, what all these sayings are and where they are. I mean, how that's to trigger true. which one. Right. And you've got to build a conversation out of it. But that's pretty amazing if you think about it. But it's cool. And yeah, the, I think the actor knows, like, the, knows the phrases enough to be able to, you know, act, you know, do the physical movements along with them, too. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah they've got to know everything. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of like Potato Head at Toy Story used to be, where he, like, somebody in the back. Yeah, but I yeah, that, that makes too. more sense. I, I did too at first, but then the but more we've been a few times, some. yeah, and you can kind of figure out, the, like if you go a few times, you kind of pick up that what he's saying is it feels it seems specific, but it's but it's really not. It's yeah. it's generic enough that you know you can tell it's it's not like a, you know Turtle Talk with Crush, right? You have you know he that's really specific i mean he's, well, yeah, he's, he's definitely he's there he's in the yeah. yeah he's in the back somewhere right or right yeah, he's watching so, from somewhere i still so can't can figure out where of, but. yeah right but you can kind of <laughs> i keep looking i keep looking right by the Naughty, dude. and knowing that it kind of it kind of does make you think well that's how this works too yeah, I thought it was, um, but apparently not. And that's cool. yeah, and like I said, the the more we went, you know, I just started picking up on, you know, the, and he'll do some of the same things. Like he does his little. Um, we've had a couple of times where he does this little train thing. He's like, oh, let's pretend we're a choo choo, and you, you know, you kind of go around in a circle. The kid, he goes around with the kid in a circle, pretending to be a choo choo. And we've done that a couple of times. So I'm kind of like, okay, this is Mickey's repertoire. I see now. <laughs> But it's still, it's amazing. And the first time you see it, it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. I cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you did. <laughs> My kids think I'm crazy, but yeah, I cried. It's <laughs> beautiful. That's awesome. Well, that finishes the news, doesn't it? Yes, that's it. All right. Just one thing I thought I'd mention is we're recording this on Sunday, October 1st, which is Epcot's 35th anniversary or birthday or whatever they're calling it now. And one thing that stuck out to all of us is a bit ridiculous was the when they opened the park this morning and what did what did you call it, Kathy? 
the, the running, run of the eBay, the running of the eBay pirates. We had the running yeah. of the eBay pirates to the gift shops to grab the merch. That was just insane. Yeah, yeah. it was nuts. <laughs> and it, I mean, okay, so normally, so that's what, one of the things I said this morning too was, you know, your rope drop and mouse gear. I mean, how many times do you say that? You know, how much is that? <laughs> right. You know, uh, you see all these people running for merch tonight. Normally, you're running for an attraction. And if but you were running, they were get, running for merch. To get your own, that's one thing. But I, mean, I yeah. guess maybe you should explain what we mean by the whole eBay pirate thing. There's a lot of people that are going to these stores and buying as many of these things that are limited edition as they can and going home and putting them on eBay. Yep. And within minutes, uh, they were they were like the, the figment Funko pop things is what everybody wanted, apparently. And those things were popping up on eBay just almost instantly. Like almost there was one night. picture. A guy had it. He was he was in his car like he, you know, hadn't even left the parking lot yet. And he'd already listed it on eBay for like 60 bucks. And I think they were selling them for 20 in the park. No, I just yeah. I just tweeted with somebody earlier because they couldn't find the magic band. The special magic yeah. band. Yeah, and she said that it they were limited to two is what she was told. But from what I understand, people are going and they're buying their limit and then but like, you know, somehow they were it sounded like they were dodging the system somehow, like they were already in there, so they didn't have to go back out in line. I didn't understand how it was working. Because more yeah. it sounded like more people were buying, you know, they they were going back for multiple limits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we heard stories of people bags walking full. off with like, you know, bags full. Yeah, of those the the figures. Yeah, scum. That's what I call them. Scum. I'm looking at I'm looking at eBay right now, and I've seen some of these things going for a hundred dollars. What the figments? Yes. Oh boy. No, I'm a fig. I'm a I'm a Funko Pop collector. I. I'm a, I, I get the Disney subscription box. But $100 for a $20 item. Scum. Yeah. Scum. These eBay pirates drive me crazy. And Disney, I don't know if there was a limit. I don't know. But people being able to buy more than two is beyond me. And it's unfair. I don't know. It's unfair. And I'm not going to complain because I wasn't there, obviously. I wasn't in line. Not going to purchase this for I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars obviously I'm looking at now there's somebody who's bought who, who who has the magic band the Funko Pop a pen the map and the Starbucks mug for two hundred and fourteen dollars and ninety five cents to buy it now <laughs> for the set cow. for a whole set for a whole set oh my wow anybody who buys that is insane and enabling this whole operation. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. That I mean, people, people do buy it. it. Yes. There are people who will buy right. it. And that that's why it continues. Because it's it's sort of our fault. And I know none of us do it, but you know what I mean by that. It's, As a community, yeah. Yeah. It's our fault. We let this happen and we buy. And that, And it just it continues. So, yeah. Shame on one, you people. One, one thing that was kind Shame, of funny. Not only I was going to say, not only the people, but shame on Disney for allowing it to them to purchase this many items at once. There were people walking Limits. around with entire giant bags full. There had to have been twenty or thirty in there. Had mm -hmm. to have been because they're not real big. They're not. They're yeah. they're not. They're like maybe 
40, size of a six softball. Inch, 40 yeah. Inch pictures. yeah, they're not big. And it's just so I frustrating. Spent, I spent part of my day wondering why it's so important to have this stuff. I don't know. When you're waiting in, in a line to buy stuff for two hours when the rides are basically walk-on, you know, yeah. why Everybody not go ride Everybody was in line for the store. Yeah. There was nobody. Why so, is it so yeah. important? The Spaceship Earth queue was completely uh, empty. Completely empty. Yeah. And the food and wine booths opened early, it looked like. Yeah. From what I saw Denise at like Steps. She yeah, she tweeted yeah. about ten thirty that the booths were open. One and I and I tweeted back, Go, 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 go. <laughs> one one sort of sort of like glass half full thing with Drunky mentioned that the line to get into the gift shop at Journey into Imagination was so long that people were actually riding the ride to get into the gift shop because it was shorter. <laughs> so they were they were using the Journey into Imagination ride as sort of as a fast pass to get into the store. Because it because it dumps there you was out no li- yeah because it dumps ride. you out in the store and there was no line for the ride. Oh my gosh, funny. Okay, can I, just I just don't know why this moment? stuff is so important. I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Can we just take a moment to talk about how weird the kids thought Figment was? Like we went on it. They know none of the kids had never ridden Journey into the Imagination. And so I was like, oh, we'll go on it. It's cute. And all five of them walked out of that ride like, why did you make me ride that? <laughs> really? Oh, my kids funny. love it. See, I love My kids love That's our small world for Epcot. That, oh. Oh, we're on oh, that thing boy. constantly. And my son is obsessed. Like I said, like I have the original song. He wants to meet the Dream Finder. And yeah. he, he loves Figment. Loves Figment. But so we, we talked about it like la- last Week, I think. I think, and Sam, you weren't yeah. you weren't with us last yeah, week. Last yeah, last week. So, yeah. saying yeah. What, Figment doesn't really said, make sense there anymore. Right. right. He was introduced and explained in the original ride, and and so they brought him back. He wasn't in this newly reimagined ride of, at first, and then there was such an outpouring that they they added him to it. But yeah, I mean, he just kind of pops up, and if you never if you didn't know who Figment was before, then he doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch. I'm gonna have to get on YouTube and watch the original ride because I don't think I've ever been on the original. But they just weren't thrilled with any of it. Like they, did, especially when the at the very end where it pops and then you're in like Figment's world or whatever imagination and it's singing the song and they start at the very the end. Yeah. Uh, all five of them were like, <laughs> like all like, <laughs> literally they all jumped. It was kind of funny. Disney needs to start creating limits on things even with the gosh darn rose gold ears the people that were buying them when they first came out now they're just making see what they need to do is they just need mass did mass production stuff so then it's worthless for these people to put them up on ebay well there's some pr there that you make it sort of dear and you know people want it because they can't get it yeah i was like the rose gold ears i think it's just like the banshee like they didn't really realize how popular they were going to be and so they're rolling them out mm. as fast as they can. But there was plenty of banshees when we went. That's like well, was, I was going to say, so. the la- when I went to Magic Kingdom what, a week ago, week and, whatever it was, um, I saw a bunch of people wearing the rose gold ears. It's so many that I'm thinking I don't even want them anymore. I'm like, they're just ubiquitous now. They're everywhere. I, you know, everybody's got them. They're not original anymore. You know, there are too many. So I'm like, I no. I don't want them. I don't even want them. Do we have any rumors this week, John? 
Well, one, Sitch's great escape is going to come a meet and greet, it appears. That's okay with me. There's a new, mm-hmm. there's a new sign. The best part it is they're calling it Alien Encounter. Yeah. Wait, which right, threw yeah. me for a yeah. second. I was yeah. like, me too. Oh That's hilarious. That's good. That's what I thought you were yeah. bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cheat for us old timers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and they'll do that. They'll when they change an attraction. Sometimes they'll give a nod to the former Easter egg. They do that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, so, just remember my mom used that right as punishment. So. Oh yeah. yeah I remember bad, that. Sandy bad Trigger memories. Walking by. <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah. Kathy, you were saying uh, earlier, well, yesterday, or I don't even remember if it was yesterday or, or earlier. Yeah, whenever we um, saw it. Whenever we saw it, that you said this, it, it actually could work perfectly. They do the meet and greet, and w- whatever is going to go there permanently eventually, they could just board off. Yeah. For the meet and greet. Yeah, because the meet and greet won't take the whole space of the, you know, the whole building, attraction building, show right. building. So they can, you know, use whatever little space they need for the meet and greet and, and yeah, wall off the rest. And then you've got the whole, you know, behind the scenes where you can start transitioning to whatever, whatever that attraction is going to become. And I have no inside information, but yeah. (laughs) Mr. Ralph, yes. I have zero inside information. It was just sort of a thought that popped into my head. Hmm. If you're going to turn that into a meet and greet, then because they there was a um, there was a trick or treat um, stop. It's a trick yep. or treat stop this year for for the Halloween party. And so you kind of you go in sort of the front and you walk down the hall and then you the trick or treat station is there. And then you go down the hall back out through the exit. And so you never go into the main show area. And I'm like, well, you know, there you go. That's how they could do it. Yeah, that's probably yeah. exactly what they're going to do. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Works out splendidly. And the fact that it was a trick-or-treat stop and we went through it kind of, I think, is what made me think that. Yeah, who knows? Well, and then our other thing isn't really a rumor, but I'm sure rumors will pop up throughout the next year as we prepare for the next Destination D, as it will be returning next November to the Contemporary for um, three days. We all know what happened at the last one, John thought Rivers of Light was going to debut. <laughs> not going to take any. Not going to take any. <laughs> <laughs> no take hard feelings. Meat. It didn't happen. No hard feelings. But this year's theme is Happy Birthday, Mickey Mouse, because Mickey is oh. turning 90 this year. The well, new ride. And we'll probably get exactly. It, I mean, it'll probably be a few months before. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway thing. That, that'll that probably be the big thing. Um, we might hear some stuff on Epcot. We don't know. At the last Destination D, they kind of threw in a little sneak peek but didn't reveal anything. And then we got all that at D, at, at uh, the D23 Expo, which this will set up for the next, for the 2019 Expo, like this one did for the 2017. There's also going to be a, that's that's just the start of D23 events next year. There's also going to be a 20th anniversary of Animal Kingdom event in April. Uh, there's going to be special previews of both Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios and Pixar Pier at California Adventure. Yeah. And then special member screenings of Peter Pan, Robin Hood, and Mary Poppins. Lunch with Disney Legends. And then it looks like 
there's tours of to see Frozen and on Broadway and Aladdin in Los Angeles, and even D23 will bring members to Marceline, Missouri, to see Walt's boyhood home and one mm. of the inspirations to Main Street USA. But there's a, this is just like the start of events that they announce, and then there'll be more added throughout the year with whatever happens. But wow. So they're just, these are all just members. separate events. They're like separate yeah. events that like held throughout the year. Um, the destination D is held, being held November sixteenth through the eighteenth. They don't have exact dates for the visits to Toy Story Land or Pixar Pier, and they're not releasing a date on the Animal Kingdom event yet. They're just saying April. So you need to be. The paid level member I of D23 so. to do these things. And how much is that? Most, do you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I know I'm the free one. Um, I think it's like $100. Jen K would have That's been great for this. That's what I was thinking, too. I, she, yeah, I was thinking the, it was somewhere uh, around 100 bucks. She's a gold member. I want to say it's 100 I was thinking. That's what I was yeah, thinking, too. Um, so gold membership is seventy four ninety nine or ninety nine ninety nine for a gold family membership. Uh, okay. That's cool. And when's the expo next year? Uh, It's not next year. It's 2019. Okay. Destination D is next year. So the one in Disney is next. Disney World is next year. In November. Next November. Correct. I might have to make a trip down there for that. I've never gone solo, but I feel like that's something I could do solo, and it would be keep me occupied. Like I wouldn't be bored being by myself. Just a thought. Who wants to? They're a lot of fun. I was going to say, I'd love to go. I was like, I'm going solo. Yeah. 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 You aren't going to be that solo. I'll come down. That was bad. <laughs> Anyone? On, Someone? Anyone? When is it? What are the dates? Bueller? Yeah, November 16th through the 18th. Oh, crap. I so, like, the weekend. The week, mm-hmm. the, oh, my daughter's birthday is the weekend before. Yeah, and it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, usually. See, that's like the busiest time of the year in the salon, the week before Thanksgiving, because people yeah. come in getting their hair done so they don't have to come over over Christmas since it's only oh. about a month different. Your six-week so. uh, your six week appointment, your six weeks will last. <laughs> yeah, through the holidays. Yeah. Thanksgiving, the, the Christmas, first of the year. year. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm back in know. January for that six-week six appointment. <laughs> yep. The week before Thanksgiving is always crazy, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's only a couple days. No big deal. All right, we're going to move into our main topic tonight. We're going to talk about some of the Disney podcasts that have influenced us. As in, when I volunteered to produce this show, I'd never listened to a podcast in my life, Disney or otherwise. I had a vague idea of what a podcast was, but I knew that I needed to sort of dive into that world quickly and see what was see what I'd got myself into. I found some shows I loved and some that I wouldn't listen to again if you paid me. But I quickly realized there are as many ways to address Disney fandom in a podcast as there are Disney fans themselves. There really is something for everyone out there. But before we get started sharing our personal favorites, I wanted to give a personal thanks to two podcasts in particular. The Disney Philhar Podcast and Diz Explorers, and especially their producers, Allison and RJ. They began their shows not long before we began ours, and Allison and RJ have been valued kindred spirits and phoner friends as I've worked through figuring all of this out. So if you guys are listening, thank you so much. Hey. Yeah. But hey. I, I, and their shows are great as well. Us. Disney Philhar Podcast is 
three, it's Allison and her sister and her brother-in-law. Her sister's, uh, I don't think they're married, fiance. But the three of them were all in the college program. Mm -hmm. And they take a different attraction or movie or land. And their theory, their, their motto is Disney, former Disney employees learning things they should already know. <laughs> so they really get into the nuts and bolts of a different, you know, like I say, an attraction or a song or a movie every week. And they're really, really amusing. And the Disney Explorers are a lot like us in that they've got a fairly large cast. Yeah. And do all sorts of stuff every week. They're really fun yep. to listen as well. I was like, RJ and I have become close. We're Facebook friends. We're Twitter friends. We we yeah. chat. So, hi, RJ. I know you're hi, listening RJ. out there. You do listen yep. to us. Yeah. Um, I'm buddies also, with RJ, too. RJ's, RJ's awesome. Yeah, he's also in our um, – Kathy and I are in a Disney Magic Kingdoms little chat. He's also in that. So, just a lot of different connections and – he was the one who kind of pushed me. He's like, come on, you should listen to one if you're going to be on one. So I listened to Diz Explorers, and I listened to Tiki Talk and every once in a while, 3 o'clock parade, because sometimes I find life a lot funnier with adult humor. So that gives my Disney, like, adult humor fix, because... They are. They, are, they are inappropriate. Yes, they <laughs> that's are. The thing. It, that's the thing when I say there's one for every kind. The 3 o'clock parade are the... Well, it's Drunk at Disney and uh, Rhiannon. De definite. Uh, I guess she's definite Disney. She, yeah, yeah, definite De Disney is her Twitter. They wrote the book about drinking at Disney. Literally. And where they review every bar and every drink in the place. And they've got a friend on the West Coast, uh, uh, Skipper. Skipper Dick Ritchie. They call him. Skipper Dick Ritchie, <laughs> that's right. they got a friend on the West Coast, and the three of them have great chemistry. They're really, really fun to listen to, and they just – they're – like I said, they're not the the. You're not going to get all the latest news. You're not going to get travel tips, but it's very Disney based, and they can be hilarious. But they are on the adult yeah, side. Yeah, so not kid friendly at all, yeah. but funny. Funny when you need a little bit of like something to listen to that's Disney related that will make you chuckle on on several occasions if you're into some adult humor type of stuff. They've made me almost have to pull over the car. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I listened to a lot of podcasts there for a while, um, but all that good stuff. I think Kathy, you turned me on to one that's spectacular. I, the, uh, the one I was going to probably mention, WDW Park Hopper, yep. right? Yes. I, I love it. That's my favorite, WDW, WDW Park Hopper podcast. It's a guy named Dan, and what he does is he goes into the parks with some um, recording equipment, and apparently, I guess it's not not a big setup to where like I, like I always pictured him as you know like carrying like this big you know gear you know on his back or whatever like a boom yeah exactly. with a boom mic. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah apparently it's just you know fits in a backpack and he can you know walk around and and he walks through the parks and he picks up sort of the the ambient sound and you know he goes on attractions and he goes into shows and and he'll tell you a little bit about what he's what he's doing as he walks along and it's just i I love it. I mean, I go to Disney a lot, but it, it's it's a really fun podcast for that sort of Disney fix if you want to feel like you're in the parks. And and his website says it always says headphones recommended because it's he records in stereo, um, so you really get sort of the surround sound kind of effect. And it really is like the the very first time I listened to it. I think I might have mentioned this before. Um, the episode was was the train, the the railway. 
and he's, you know, he's sitting in the in the seat, and you can picture yourself. You you feel like you're sitting in the seat on the train, and you're hearing the um, narrator, you know, tell a story. Well, if you've been with us for the last two or three weeks, thanks for putting up with me. You know that guy. And so that's really cool. And you hear the sound of the train. And then I also heard a conversation from between two women that were sitting near him where they're talking about the one lady's getting her car fixed. Oh, that's so, great. You know. <laughs> he picks up all sorts of funny stuff sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got to check yeah. that out. And he goes with other people. Oh, He'll go yeah, with his daughters or his wife or his friend. And sometimes he goes by himself. Yeah. But And he does different events. He was at the uh, – Recently, he was, did one where he was at the early morning. Oh yes, Fantasyland yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's really neat to you. Really get a flavor of what it's like to be at yeah. this. It really is. It really is just like being in the park. If you and if you follow his advice and you listen with headphones, you know, not on you know on your car or whatever, or just on your phone. You listen with headphones. You really do get that experience. You can sort of close your eyes, and it's like you're there. So it's a it's a great Disney fix. And again, you don't get news or tips or anything like that. It's just it's that feeling of being in the parks. And, you know, we're all such Disney junkies that it's 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 soothing. You know, it's it's soothing and exciting and fun all at once. And that that's my favorite. I love WDW Park Hopper. So shout out to my friend Dan. Cause that, uh, that was and that may be one of the first podcasts that I that I picked up on. Um, he hasn't been doing it too too long. I remember on Twitter, he was asking when he, before he started the podcast, he was asking people for podcasts that they listened to. He was asking for all kinds of advice. What should I listen? He had this whole list of podcasts that he was starting to listen to, and he listened to tons of them. And then I guess he came up with this idea that nobody else had done. That's exactly what he did, yeah. I think, because he is the only one. I mean, some people do live sound from the parks on occasion. Well, we've done that's it. That's all his yeah. is. Yeah. And it's, yeah. We've done it, and yeah. we were inspired by that. I, I will it's, fully exactly. admit we were exactly. inspired by, by him and, and you know, what he does with WGW Park Hopper, you know, to just go walk through. I mean, I you know, I sort of, I hate to say it, I sort of copied his style when I did my uh, my Pandora walkthrough. Um, but it was it was fun to do, and I can see why he enjoys it. But he does a really great job. I mean, he's got, like, professional equipment. I was with my iPhone, you know, talking, making a note, making an audio note. You know, but he has professional equipment, and it's well-recorded, and it's just, he's he's awesome. So ch- check it out, WDW Park Hopper. And he's on Twitter, at WDW Park Hopper, I think. Whatever I'll put links to all of these shows in the show oh, notes. Oh, great, yeah. When we do it, make it easier for everybody to find them. Yeah. My favorite? Well, not my favorite, but because we're my favorite. But besides that, um, I... We love, love you too, Shelby. <laughs> I love the WDW radio show with Lou Mangello. Now, I don't like them all. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like the historical ones. I like the ones where he goes through mm-hmm. and he breaks apart the parks and goes over all the little details. Neat. I get the biggest kick out of those. Yeah. That is cool. But he, yeah, I haven't listened to, like, yeah. I have not listened to podcasts in a very long time, though, so. Another another good history podcast is uh, The Mouse Knows Best. They have a lot of, they, oh, yeah. well, they interview a lot of people. Um, I, wanted, I, just, like, I wonder how they get all these interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- that, and then I also enjoy uh, Resort Loop with uh, Bob and Tim. That's one of uh, my yeah, favorites, I like too. That one too. I love yeah. that. Those mm-hmm. guys, you talk about chemistry together. Those guys are hilarious. They are. And they were they one of the so first funny. podcasts I, I, I listened to. And then for 
a lot of rumors I listened to the Jim Hill podcast. Those are really long, right? Cool? Isn't his I've not found that. No, What's well, that one called? That one is the unofficial guide Disney Dish with Jim Hill and it's with Lynn Testa as well. Yeah. They're um they're not that they're not long. Depends. No. The last episode was twenty nine minutes. Yeah. Oh no, not at all then. Okay. What was I thinking? And he'll drop hints that he hears of, of uh, rumors and stuff. So it's always interesting to hear what he hears and, you know, but that's it. Yeah, Jim Hill, the Resort Loopers, and Mouse Knows Best are my three. And us. There's another history one out there called Retro. Retro, yeah, I was thinking that. Oh. And it just reminded me because they'll do some – I'd listen to one and just because I'm such a geek. I listened to the whole thing. It was almost three hours long oh. about the uh, oh. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. Oh my! I was the the the, the 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 attraction. I guess they touched on the movie as well, but I mean they just spent over two hours talking about the, the history of the Twenty Thousand Legs attraction. That's just one of my favorites. of the whole thing, but I, I can't hold attention for. I mean, I could do like an hour and a half, maybe, but anything that's over two hours is like okay. <laughs> Yeah, some of them go on forever. There's another one that's sort of history that I haven't listened to, but um, it's the Uncle Walt podcast, Uncle Walt show. And it's almost like he's doing like Walt's life story in a series of, I mean, like I said, I haven't listened to it, but just, you know, seeing the tweets of it, you know, if you heard it, just following along his tweets, like I'll see his tweets every now and then and he'll say, oh, you know, this, this episode we're talking about, you know, Walt's uh, time in Marceline or whatever it is. Um, He's doing a chronological biography of Walt via podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's kind of neat. Yeah, there was. There was one I said there was some that I just wouldn't listen to again if you paid me. There was one that I just thought was god awful the first time I heard it, and I, I it's I listen to every single one of them now, and it's the uh, backside of magic. And these are the guys that I told you guys about that are fixated on workarounds for fast passes. Oh, yeah. And I thought that's all they did. And it's still on every show. They're trying to figure out how to get extra fast passes. And But it's a lot of – these guys are obsessive about discounts. <laughs> they will go and buy uh, – there's an online shop that you can save 3% at Target yep. gift yep. cards. Yep. And then they'll use the Target gift cards yep. to buy Disney right. gift cards. <laughs> and then you, and so yep. they, you add your different – I mean they, will, they will spend and, so yeah, much time more, yeah. trying to figure out these like 2 or 3% discounts. But it's one of the things. It's chemistry that does it because the guys are hilarious after you get used to yeah. it. And you realize – because the one guy speaks in complete monotone. <laughs> But he's he's got this sense of humor that is once you once you understand his sense of humor, the show's hilarious. And I listen to every single one of them now, and I feel bad for ever thinking they were terrible. <laughs> so that's not one of the ones. That's one of the ones that you thought you didn't like at first, but not one of the ones that you said you would never, you wouldn't listen again if they paid you or whatever. No. There are some. I there are some of those. Okay. I mean, we'll discuss that off there. <laughs> but well, I mean, let's be honest. It it. I, not to, you know, show you behind a curtain too much, but it doesn't cost anything to do this. It's negligible. Right. You know, two years in, I might, I mean, we probably got $100 in this show. <laughs> it doesn't cost anything to do it. It's simple equipment. We're just on Skype. Yeah. So anyone yep. can do it. And the problem with anyone can do it is that anyone does do it. Yes. And there's Very people that don't right. have any, there's people that don't have any chemistry. There's people that 
that the the production is so terrible. There's people that are just it's just that just aren't for me. The other people think are spectacular and they're really popular. Like I said, there's something for everyone. Well, and honestly, I'm sure there are people out there who maybe have listened to us and gone, hmm, yeah, no. <laughs> there's yeah. there's a podcast that makes – that's its whole reason for being is making fun of other podcasts. Yeah. And they got Which us. Podcasts? So, yeah. Did they there really? There are people who aren't big fans. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are people who aren't big fans of, of yeah. us or other people. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I don't – that's one I don't listen to much because it's got on my nerves. Yeah. But <laughs> – do we have any more? One more. The, one more. The one I was referencing earlier where I heard the cast member talking about how they make the voices in the contest. These guys are great. They're called uh, Magic Our Way Podcast. And they're four guys in New Orleans. And they build themselves as artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And they all are. They all are either – the one guy is his actual job is working with uh, – symphonies and the orchestras and musicals and stuff like that but they do they do some spectacular shows they've got great chemistry together and they come up with stuff that that other people don't and they'll have a guest every now and then like this guy that that was friends with tigger he's been on a couple times and he is hilarious well That's somebody hilarious. mentioned tiki talk i know i know i did much all of us have listened to tiki yeah talk those guys are great. another yeah I thought they're, they're pretty really, good. And I'm glad that they've continued after Alan, mm-hmm. you know, with him passing away and everything. Yeah. So glad that they kind of lived on with that. But And they continue to honor him. Like their logo, they have the the little extra bird. You know, mm-hmm. it's so cute how they're, they're birds. They're little birds and you know, bird for Alan. You know, I love that. I love that, too. I'm looking at my um, my iTunes, like the my episodes that I've listened to, and I have Rope Drop Radio, and I completely forgot that every now and then I listen to Rope Drop Radio, and they're they're good, they're really informative, you know, they're mostly kind of a newsy one. Um, I want to say Diz Unplugged is also. That's okay. I used to listen newsy to them a lot. One. Actually, I yeah. used to watch them too because they did the yeah. video, so I used to have yeah. the TV, yeah. yeah, and I used to call it the news when my kids were little. So he's <laughs> that's funny. They're very newsy, mm-hmm. yeah, which is good. That's you know, yeah. They're really like Jeff said. There really is something for everyone and every and even each person. You might have a different, you know, something you want something different from time to time. You know, and like you said, sometimes you might want to listen to three o'clock radio and the crazy that goes on there. Sometimes you want just newsy. Um, you know, sometimes you just want sort of the ambient news in the parks. Pretend you're there. Get your parks fixed. Yeah. There's just a whole lot of Disney out there in the podcast world, and we love it. Well, folks, that's all we have for this week. We hope you enjoyed the show and perhaps heard of another podcast that might appeal to you. We appreciate all of you and encourage you to rate and review us on iTunes and follow along with us on all your favorite social media. Remember to keep living the mouse life, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life. 